The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. It's Sunday. It's the Lord's Day. It's a day of rest. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Sunday, August 22nd, 2021, the 21st Sunday in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, this is Liturgical Year B, Cycle 1. Sunday is a day to pray the glorious mysteries of the Rosary. In today's Gospel, Jesus urges us to remain faithful to Him and to live in the Spirit that gives life. For those of us who love and hope in God, our weakness is not as great as God's mercy. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Lord Jesus Christ, in union with that divine intention with which you offered to God your praises on earth through your most sacred heart, and now offer them in the sacrament of the Eucharist everywhere, even to the end of time, I most gladly offer you throughout this entire day all my thoughts and intentions all my affections and desires, all my words and deeds, in imitation of the Most Holy Heart of the Blessed Virgin Mary Immaculate. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying for the Church that she may receive from the Holy Spirit the grace and strength to reform herself in the light of the Gospel. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the Gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's 10 Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make these moments of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. Well, Jesus, I don't know that I've always found it like this, but... Nowadays, I'm really happy every time I get to a part of the gospel where I see your strength. I think it's one of the tragedies of our faith in these times that we've been sold an overly soft and sappy image of you, someone all too sugary sweet, which in and of itself wouldn't be so bad, but for the fact that it carries with it this sinister trait in the background of being someone spineless, someone who didn't have strength. It's that negative way in which people can see meekness and humility, as if that meant being someone who just lacked the guts to do anything else. I think it's a real problem because us Christians can all too easily feel like we're on the back foot, and we don't like to come out fighting. I'll say something which I think will resonate with a lot of people joining in our prayer today. There are so many times when people feel a need to hide their faith, they feel as if it's something defective, something even to be ashamed of. And when things come up in social settings, well, it can just be hard to say what we really believe. It's crazy, right? Because we should most certainly not have that impression of our faith. And I think it's a defect that we have to try to conquer. But not just that we have to try to conquer individually, but as the whole people of God. Our faith is truth, pure and simple. And we should be so proud to be able to talk to other people about it. Well, anyway, I think I've already got distracted. You know how much this topic means to me. 
I would love to see so many Christians freed from that feeling of unworthiness and even of shame. But back to contemplating you. The thing that set me off in my prayer wasn't even something that you said, but the reaction that some people had to it. Today's Gospel begins. After hearing his doctrine, many of the followers of Jesus said, This is intolerable language. How could anyone accept it? On occasions, to be fair, we think that we have to hide the truth in order for faith to be attractive to people. But quite the opposite is true. Truth itself is genuinely attractive, even though not everyone can accept its fullness at any given moment. So you could have said anything to those souls, any element of the truth you are and that you came to explain to humanity. There are always some who aren't in a position to accept it. But we can't let ourselves be governed by them, because there are many who can accept it, and even who long for it. But what was it like for those souls to look at you at that moment? They were followers of yours. They had seen you talk. They had seen you work miracles. They must have been drawn by your words, by the freedom that came from hearing exactly your truth. How many times did they contemplate your face as they heard the words of life coming forth from your lips and into their own hearts? How many times did they end their days thinking, marvelling over what they had seen and heard? And then, what was it that they saw when they looked up at you this time? Somehow, with what you said, they just weren't ready to accept it. Your face, to be fair, must have looked different to them at that time. It wasn't a different face. It couldn't have stopped being the loving face of Jesus Christ, your face. But it became a face that called them to something that they weren't able to handle. And yet, people are longing for truth especially in our times that are so devoid of it. Lord, I think it's astonishing that one of the greatest apostles of the 21st century isn't even Christian. Now, some people might be scandalized to hear me say that, but as long as it's just you and me praying here, I'll say it as I see it. I look at a guy who isn't even Christian, like Jordan Peterson, and I'm amazed at how many people come to the faith through him. And what does he do? He doesn't have to get up and proclaim the gospel exactly, what is it that people find so attractive in what he says? It's just that he says the truth without trying to disguise it, and without being ashamed of it. And people latch on to that and discover all truth in the end. They discover truth itself. They discover you. Heck, I can think of so many people I've met. I'm not talking about hundreds, but I'm talking about quite a few who have ended up discovering you after they had discovered truth in the words of Jordan Peterson. It's crazy. This guy isn't even a Christian. And he's doing a better job of leading people to you than most of us are. Well, I think we've got something to learn from that. Sometimes it's so easy, all too tragically easy, for us to lose sight of the fact that the truth is so beautifully attractive. I remember once, quite some time ago, I walked into a meeting with a group of priests at a time in which I happened to be working in a school which taught the faith really well, taught the faith as it is, without watering it down, without debasing the truth, soft and sappy things that are just an excuse for not actually believing or living it. I was pretty lucky to work there, actually. It was a fantastic place. Anyway, I walked into this group of priests, and then one of them, as I walked through the door, points to me. And he, I don't know what the topic of conversation was at the time, but at that very moment, he says, and you know why people are smashing down the doors to get into that school? pointing to me as seemingly I somehow represented the school at which I was lucky enough to work. 
And anyway, he continued, because they tell the truth. Well, you know, actually, he was right. It was exactly like that. People were knocking down the doors to get into that school. Thankfully, there are many people who dare to tell the truth, much like that priest himself, who no doubt saw how people longed for it. And he was determined to help the people entrusted to his care by telling them truth in all its goodness. But at the same time, of course, while we have an obligation to speak the truth, we don't have the obligation to speak it in the same way at every opportunity. That means we can never speak it in a militant fashion. It's about communicating the truth in the same way that you did, Lord, and, well, that can be tricky. For some of us, that means that we have to learn to be a little more daring. For others, it means learning to be a little more patient, more respectful, more charitable. We know that the truth finds its place in the head, but many times it has to get there through the heart. Lord, teach us, your disciples, your apostles of the 21st century, to be masters of humanity, well-skilled in the arts of both reaching head and heart. But anyway, the gospel goes on. Jesus was aware that his followers were complaining about it and said, Does it upset you? What if you should see the Son of Man ascend to where he was before? It is the Spirit that gives life. The flesh has nothing to offer. These words I have spoken to you are spirit, and they are life. Well, Jesus, I wish more people realized how much your words, truth itself, give freedom and life. Those poor souls, as they walk away from you, they leave those things behind. And then you, you turn to your apostles. I do wonder what the expression on your face was at that time, as you could probably still see those others turn their backs and return to the unhappiness and emptiness that you had called them from. So you turn to the disciples with that face that we can only imagine and ask, what about you? Do you want to go away too? Simon Peter answered, Lord, to whom should we go? You have the message of eternal life, and we believe. We know that you are the Holy One of God. And dear Jesus, we could say the same thing. To where would we go? With all these crazy ideas around nowadays that seem somehow so attractive to believe just simply because we all have the inclination to believe what everyone else does, we realize, to whom would we go? What would we get from all of that if we gave ourselves over to those crazy ideas? We know that it's better to have the truth than to proclaim the emperor's new clothes with everyone else. And for those praying with me, if you don't know the story, just Google it and you'll find out. Well, Lord, there's more life with truth, and that is where we want to be. Now, Mother Mary, in heaven, ordinarily would celebrate the feast of your queenship today. Help us, in a special way, to let truth reign in our lives, to let it give us true freedom, and help us also to set others free with this gift of truth that has been given to us. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations which you have communicated to me in this time of prayer. I ask your assistance in putting them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guiding angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 11 minutes past the hour. Time to begin the liturgical day now as we join with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org a lay apostolate promoting the prayer of the Liturgy of the Hours by all of the faithful. We join together now in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips. 
and my mouth will proclaim your praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the Rock who saves us. Alleluia! Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the Rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving, and sing joyful songs to the Lord. The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth, and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him, the dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker, for he is our God and we are his people, the flock he shepherds. Today listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all of my works. Forty years I endured that generation. I said, they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the Rock who saves us. Alleluia! See how the cross of the Lord stands revealed as the tree of life. See how the cross of the Lord stands revealed as the tree of life. Happy indeed is the man who follows not the counsel of the wicked, nor lingers in the way of sinners nor sits in the company of scorners, but whose delight is the law of the Lord, and who ponders his law day and night. See how the cross of the Lord stands revealed as the tree of life. He is like a tree that is planted beside the flowing waters that yields its fruit in due season and whose leaves shall never fade and all that he does shall prosper. 
Not so are the wicked, not so. See how the cross of the Lord stands revealed as the tree of life. For they, like winnowed chaff, shall be driven away by the wind. When the wicked are judged, they shall not stand, nor find room among those who are just. For the Lord guards the way of the just, but the way of the wicked leads to doom. See how the cross of the Lord stands revealed as the tree of life. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Lord, you are the fullness of life, of holiness, and of joy. Fill our days and nights with the love of your wisdom that we may bear fruit in the beauty of holiness like a tree watered by running streams. See how the cross of the Lord stands revealed as the tree of life. Here is a king of my own choosing who will rule on Mount Zion. Here is a king of my own choosing, who will rule on Mount Zion. Why this tumult among nations, among peoples this useless murmuring? They arise, the kings of the earth. Princes plot against the Lord and his anointed. Come, let us break their fetters. Come, let us cast off their yoke. Here is a king of my own choosing, who will rule on Mount Zion. He who sits in the heavens laughs, the Lord is laughing them to scorn. Then he will speak in his anger, his rage will strike them in terror. It is I who have set up my king on Zion, my holy mountain. Here is a king of my own choosing, who will rule on Mount Zion. I will announce the decree of the Lord. The Lord said to me, You are my son. It is I who have begotten you this day. Ask, and I shall bequeath you the nations. Put the ends of the earth in your possession. With a rod of iron you will break them. Shatter them like a potter's jar. Here is a king of my own choosing, who will rule on Mount Zion. Now, O kings, understand, 
Take warning, rulers of the earth. Serve the Lord with awe and trembling. Pay him your homage, lest he be angry and you perish. For suddenly his anger will blaze. Here is a king of my own choosing, who will rule on Mount Zion. Blessed are they who put their trust in God. Here is a king of my own choosing, who will rule on Mount Zion. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Lord God, you gave the peoples of the world as the inheritance of your only Son. You crowned him as King of Zion, your holy city, and gave him your church to be his bride. As he proclaims the law of your eternal kingdom, may we serve him faithfully and so share his royal power forever. Here is a king of my own choosing who will rule on Mount Zion. Lord, you are my protector. You have raised me up in glory. Lord, you are my protector. You have raised me up in glory. How many are my foes, O Lord? How many are rising up against me? How many are saying about me, There is no help for him in God. Lord, you are my protector. You have raised me up in glory. But you, Lord, are a shield about me, my glory who lift up my head. I cry aloud to the Lord. He answers from his holy mountain. Lord, you are my protector. You have raised me up in glory. I lie down to rest and I sleep. I wake, for the Lord upholds me. I will not fear even thousands of people who are ranged on every side against me. Lord, you are my protector. You have raised me up in glory. Arise, Lord, save me, my God, you who strike all my foes on the mouth, you who break the teeth of the wicked. O Lord of salvation, bless your people. Lord, you are my protector. You have raised me up in glory. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. 
Amen. Lord God, you heard the cry of your Son when he was oppressed and saved him from the sleep of death. Arise, Lord, help your church. Be its shield so that it may hold up its head and radiate the glory of the resurrection. Lord, you are my protector. You have raised me up in glory. May the word of Christ ever fill your hearts. Share with one another the wisdom you receive. From the beginning of the book of the prophet Zephaniah. The word of the Lord which came to Zephaniah, the son of Cushi, the son of Gedaliah, the son of Amariah, the son of Hezekiah, in the days of Josiah, the son of Ammon, king of Judah. I will completely sweep away all things from the face of the earth, says the Lord. I will sweep away man and beast. I will sweep away the birds of the sky and the fishes of the sea. I will overthrow the wicked. I will destroy mankind from the face of the earth, says the Lord. I will stretch out my hand against Judah and against all the inhabitants of Jerusalem. I will destroy from this place the last vestige of Baal, the very names of his priests, and those who adore the host of heaven on the roofs, with those who adore the Lord but swear by Milcom, and those who have fallen away from the Lord, and those who do not seek the Lord. Silence in the presence of the Lord God, for near is the day of the Lord. Yes, the Lord has prepared a slaughter feast. He has consecrated his guests. Near is the great day of the Lord, near and very swiftly coming. Hark, the day of the Lord! Bitter then, the warriors cry. A day of wrath is that day, a day of anguish and distress, a day of destruction and desolation, a day of darkness and gloom, a day of thick black clouds, a day of trumpet blasts and battle alarm against fortified cities, against battlements on high. I will hem men in till they walk like the blind, because they have sinned against the Lord, and their blood shall be poured out like dust, and their brains like dung. Neither their silver nor their gold shall be able to save them on the day of the Lord's wrath, when in the fire of his jealousy all the earth shall be consumed. For he shall make an end, yes, a sudden end, of all who live on the earth. Gather, gather yourselves together, O nation, without shame, before you are driven away, like chaff that passes on, before there comes upon you the blazing anger of the Lord, before there comes upon you the day of the Lord's anger. Seek the Lord, all you humble of the earth, who have observed his law. Seek justice, seek humility. Perhaps you may be sheltered on the day of the Lord's anger. The Word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God. Seek the Lord, you humble of the earth, who obey his law. 
Seek righteousness, seek humility. Blessed are you poor, for yours is the kingdom of heaven. Seek righteousness, seek humility. A reading from the Pastoral Constitution on the Church in the Modern World of the Second Vatican Council. We do not know the time when earth and humanity will reach their completion nor do we know the way in which the universe will be transformed. The world as we see it, disfigured by sin, is passing away. But we are assured that God is preparing a new dwelling place and a new earth. In this new earth, righteousness is to make its home, and happiness will satisfy, and more than satisfy, all the yearnings for peace that arise in human hearts. On that day, When death is conquered, the sons of God will be raised up in Christ. What was sown as something weak and perishable will be clothed in incorruption. Love and the fruits of love will remain, and the whole of creation made by God for man will be set free from the frustration that enslaves it. We are warned indeed that a man gains nothing if he wins the whole world at the cost of himself. Yet our hope in a new earth should not weaken but rather stimulate our concern for developing this earth. For on it there is growing up the body of a new human family, a body even now able to provide some foreshadowing of the new age. Hence, though earthly progress is to be carefully distinguished from the growth of Christ's kingdom, yet insofar as it can help toward the better ordering of human society, it is of great importance to the kingdom of God. The blessings of human dignity, brotherly communion and freedom, all the good fruits on earth of man's cooperation with nature and the Spirit of the Lord, and according to his command, will be found again in the world to come, but purified of all stain, resplendent and transfigured, when Christ hands over to the Father an eternal and universal kingdom, a kingdom of truth and life, a kingdom of holiness and grace a kingdom of justice, love, and peace. On this earth, the kingdom is already present in sign. When the Lord comes, it will reach its completion. Rejoice, you heavens, and celebrate, O earth. Cry out with praise, you mountains, for the Lord is coming. He He will will have have compassion on his poor. In his days, justice will flourish and peace will abound. He will will have have compassion compassion on his poor. You are God, we praise you. You are the Lord, we acclaim you. You are the eternal Father. All creation worships you. To you. Sing in endless praise. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. The 
glorious company of apostles praise you. The noble fellowship of prophets praise you. The white-robed army of martyrs praise you. Throughout the world the Holy Church acclaims you. Father of majesty unbounded, your true and only Son, worthy of all worship, and the Holy Spirit, advocate and guide. You, Christ, are the King of glory, the Son of the Father. When you became man to set us free, you did not spurn the virgin's womb. You overcame the sting of death. And God, who caused the minds of the faithful to unite in a single purpose, grant your people to love what you command and to desire what you promise, that amid the uncertainties of this world our hearts may be fixed on that place where true gladness is found. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. Twenty-five minutes before the hour on Sunday, August 22nd, 2021, the 21st Sunday in Ordinary Time. I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. 
In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord has just said that unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life within you. And today we hear the reaction from the sixth chapter of the Gospel of John. This he said in the synagogue as he taught at Capernaum. Many of his disciples, when they heard it, said, This is a hard saying. Who can listen to it? But Jesus, knowing in himself that his disciples murmured at it, said to them, Do you take offense at this? Then what if you were to see the Son of Man ascending where he was before? It is the Spirit that gives life. The flesh is of no avail. The words that I have spoken to you are spirit and life. But there are some of you that do not believe. For Jesus knew from the first who those were that did not believe, and who it was that would betray him. This is why I told you that no one can come to me unless it is granted him by the Father. After this, many of his disciples drew back and no longer went about with him. Jesus said to the twelve, Do you also wish to go away? Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life, and we have believed and have come to know that you are the Holy One of God. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, you find all of the daily Mass readings on the relevant radio app. It's free. You'll find it on your app store. Time to pray. We join the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia.
morning breaks, I look to you, O God, to be my strength this day. Alleluia. O God, you are my God, for you I long, for you my soul is thirsting, my body pines for you, like a dry weary land without water. So I gaze on you in the sanctuary, to see your strength and your glory. As morning breaks, I look to you, O God, to be my strength this day. Alleluia. For your love is better than life, my lips will speak your praise. So will I bless you all my life. In your name I will lift up my hands. My soul shall be filled as with a banquet. My mouth shall praise you with joy. As morning breaks, I look to you, O God, to be my strength this day. Alleluia. On my bed I remember you, on you I muse through the night, for you have been my help. In the shadow of your wings I rejoice. My soul clings to you, your right hand holds me fast. As morning breaks, I look to you, O God, to be my strength this day. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Father, creator of unfailing light, give that same light to those who call to you. May our lips praise you, our lives proclaim your goodness, our work give you honor, and our voices celebrate you forever. As morning breaks, I look to you, O God, to be my strength this day. From the midst of the flames, the three young men cried out with one voice, Blessed be God! Alleluia!
From the midst of the flames, the three young men cried out with one voice, Blessed be God, Alleluia. Bless the Lord, all you works of the Lord. Praise and exalt him forever. Angels of the Lord, bless the Lord. You heavens, bless the Lord. All you waters above the heavens, bless the Lord. All you hosts of the Lord, bless the Lord. Sun and moon, Bless the Lord, stars of heaven, bless the Lord. From the midst of the flames, the three young men cried out with one voice, Blessed be God, Alleluia. Every shower and dew, bless the Lord. All you winds, bless the Lord. Fire and heat, bless the Lord. Cold and chill, bless the Lord. Dew and rain, bless the Lord. Frost and chill, bless the Lord. Ice and snow, bless the Lord. Nights and days, bless the Lord. Light and darkness, bless the Lord. Lightnings and clouds, bless the Lord. From the midst of the flames, the three young men cried out with one voice, Blessed be God, Alleluia. Let the earth bless the Lord, Praise and exalt Him above all forever. Mountains and hills bless the Lord, Everything growing from the earth, bless the Lord. You springs, bless the Lord. Seas and rivers, bless the Lord. You dolphins and all water creatures, bless the Lord. All you birds of the air, bless the Lord. All you beasts, wild and tame, bless the Lord. You sons of men, bless the Lord. From the midst of the flames, the three young men cried out with one voice, Blessed be God, Alleluia. O Israel, bless the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. Priests of the Lord, bless the Lord. Servants of the Lord, bless the Lord. Spirits and souls of the just, bless the Lord. 
Holy man of humble heart, bless the Lord. Ananiah, Azariah, Mishael, bless the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. From the midst of the flames, the three young men cried out with one voice, Blessed be God. Alleluia. Let us bless the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Let us praise and exalt him above all forever. Blessed are you, Lord, in the firmament of heaven. Praiseworthy and glorious and exalted above all forever. From the midst of the flames, the three young men cried out with one voice, Blessed be God. Alleluia. Let the people of Zion rejoice in their King. Alleluia. Let the people of Zion rejoice in their King. Alleluia. Sing a new song to the Lord, His praise in the assembly of the faithful. Let Israel rejoice in its Maker. Let Zion's sons exult in their King. Let them praise His name with dancing and make music with timbrel and harp. Let the people of Zion rejoice in their King. Alleluia! For the Lord takes delight in his people. He crowns the poor with salvation. Let the faithful rejoice in their glory. Shout for joy and take their rest. Let the praise of God be on their lips and a two-edged sword in their hand to deal out vengeance to the nations and punishment on all the peoples, to bind their kings in chains and their nobles in fetters of iron, to carry out the sentence preordained. This honor is for all his faithful. Let the people of Zion rejoice in their king. Alleluia! Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Let Israel rejoice in you, Lord and acknowledge you as Creator and Redeemer. We put our trust in your faithfulness and proclaim the wonderful truths of salvation. 
May your loving kindness embrace us now and forever. Let the people of Zion rejoice in their King. Alleluia! A reading from the Book of Revelation I saw before me a huge crowd which no one could count from every nation and race, people and tongue. They stood before the throne and the Lamb, dressed in long white robes and holding palm branches in their hands. They cried out in a loud voice, Salvation is from our God, who is seated on the throne, and from the Lamb. All the angels who were standing around the throne and the elders and the four living creatures fell down before the throne to worship God. They said, Amen, praise and glory, wisdom and thanksgiving and honor, power and might to our God forever and ever. Amen. The Word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God. Christ, Son of the living God, have mercy on us. Christ, Son of the living God, have mercy on us. You are seated at the right hand of the Father. Have mercy on us. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Christ, Son of the living God, have mercy on us. Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. We believe and we are convinced that you are Christ, the Son of God. Alleluia. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. 
Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. We believe and we are convinced that you are Christ, the Son of God. Alleluia. Christ is the sun that never sets, the true light that shines on every man. Let us call out to him in praise. Lord, you are our life and and our our salvation. Creator of the stars, we thank you for your gift, the first rays of the dawn. And we commemorate your resurrection. Lord, you are our life and our salvation. May your Holy Spirit teach us to do your will today. And may your wisdom guide us always. Lord, you are our life and our salvation. Each Sunday, give us the joy of gathering as your people around the table of your word and your body. Lord, you are our life and our salvation. From our hearts, we thank you for your countless blessings. Lord, you are our life and our salvation. With the longing for the coming of God's kingdom, let us offer our prayer to the Father. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. O God, who caused the minds of the faithful to unite in a single purpose, grant your people to love what you command and to desire what you promise, that amid the uncertainties of this world our hearts may be fixed on that place where true gladness is found. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Jesus said that if you don't eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you shall have no life within you. So where do you get that? At the celebration of the Mass, and today of all days, is the day to go. The Sunday edition of Morning Air is coming up in just a few minutes. I'm Paul Sadek. Let's get together again tomorrow morning at 4 a.m. Central or on the relevant radio app. In the meantime, you go out and make this a great and holy day and live in the light of the Lord.
audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.